Original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. You hear me? Hmm. Much fear I sense in you. Shove my penis in your butthole. I will. Welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Sunday. Or it's hotter than shit, right? <laughs> wow. Sunday. Uh-huh, July 23rd. 2023. 
This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. The show is created by me, us, whatever. And Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused or rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. Ta-da! Without our written consent, comrade. Finally, this show is opinionated. Extreme. Super! Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say extreme. That's all it is. We have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about. And if you don't like it, tough shit. But we're not giving you opinions. So, this show is extremely opinionated. The host, hostesses, whatever, right? <laughs> Isn't it a cupcake or something? Oh. Hostesses. It's going to be a long I'm not I'm not fit. I'm big bone. Okay. South Park. Cassidy South Park. That's it. This show's opinionated. The host, which is me, and KK, me. is a co-host. <laughs> Callers, guests, people that are naughty in the chat room, people that we interview, which we're trying to get, our eyes will be opinionated under no circumstances whatever. Period. Should opinions be taken as advice? If you're seeking professional advice, don't look here. We strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person and his or her feel little Tommy. Hey, man. No. How about you? That's his name. Broadcasting live from Satan's dwelling. <laughs> or it feels like it. <laughs> so how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing just fine. This is KK. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Where's my tea and crumpets? I'm in the middle of my sex change, so excuse my voice, please. Okay. Oh, brother. Now we got to start the show off with confrontation, of course. All right. So uh, let's see here. We usually, I don't know, the weather is the thing. That's for sure. Definitely. It's hotter than shit. It has been, it was 100, 101 today. Yes. And Colorado is inherently um, dry. Yes. Except for this year. Except for this year. Where it rained for the whole month of June. Mm-hmm. Can I have some of that water? Yeah, of course. Please stand by. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's been unusually dry here in Colorado. No, wet. Try take two. Hello, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so you guys are doing podcasts and you're using mic stands. Remember we were watching this? Yes. On YouTube. I'm not gonna say who it is. But when you use mic stands and you touch the table, this is this is what you hear. Yeah. So annoying. And you don't you don't I know this show's annoying as it is, but th- <laughs> this would drive me fucking bananas and it's like so if you're gonna do this what do you call these things booms or yeah booms yeah booms with a shock mount i i mean if you're gonna do it do it it at least attempt to do it as professionally as you can and don't use a table stand for your 500 hundred dollar mic because anytime you touch a table this is what you, you don't even know when you're doing it yeah and I've done that. I've taken a pen and clicked it like for 30 minutes. And I go, what in the fuck is that noise? And listening back. And it's like, oh, I'm playing with the pen because I'm going click, 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 click. Yeah. This, this isn't one, but you know. Yeah. 
kind of a distraction or nerves or, or whatever you want to call it. Right. Just clicking it. And it was highly irritating for me. Well, we're smart because we're sitting away from our table now. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing. Yeah, we're not leaning on it, mm -hmm. touching it. We're we're like at our work desk, exactly. workstation, except our hands aren't on the keyboard or right. touching anything. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's just a little suggestion for me because uh, these mics are real sensitive to begin with. And um, if you touch the table, it transfers through the mic stand. Totally useless information, but we're just talking about it. And you, you know, you said how sensitive that mic is. Yes. Yeah. You just touch it and it's like, boom. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so sensitive. Okay. So it's been very dry. No, no. It's been very moist here. High humidity. And it has been since June, right? Yeah. I think before June, even before June. So May, cause we're ready to build an ark and wait for the great flood. That's, it was like raining every day. It rained every day. Yeah. And then all that humidity has stayed and has not gone away. And today, I don't know what the relative humidity was today compared to Florida and, and Illinois. It, it's nothing, but for Colorado, it's something. So it was so hot today that we decided, and here's a nice segue. We were going to go to the track for the first time, the motocross track, and I was going to ride my bike and um, looked at the weather and it's no fun doing anything except maybe going to the beach, boating or a pool when it's above 90. Yes. So I have my, my boundaries and a lot of things. And that's one of them. It's above 90. I'm not doing any physical, anything. I don't care what it is, especially riding a motorcycle with a bunch of gear and a helmet and everything else. And you're saw a lot of motorcycles out on the road today, but I'm talking about riding on dirt on a motocross track. And with all that crap, I'm okay. As long as you're moving, but the second you stop, it's, it's hell on earth. And then all this heat just comes right off your body and you just got to get all the shit off. Not to mention, I don't have a canopy, right? Right. I want to get a canopy because the track that I wanted to go to down by Fort um, Lipton. That's Lupton. Lupton. Lipton's tea, right? <laughs> yeah. So hostesses or cupcakes. <laughs> oh, Lipton's no. tea. I got to yep. get this stuff straight. Sorry. Are you hungry? No, I'm actually really full from dinner <laughs> and that wonderful ice cream. Mm. What was it? Cheesecake? Cherry cheesecake? Cherry cheesecake. <laughs> by Blue Bunny, right? Yes. Wow. I highly recommend it. Try it. Uh, Scarlett recommended it, and we finally found it because they're always out of it at Walmart. They were not. Well, they had two left. I should have grabbed both of them. I was going to say, we, yeah. don't have, we don't have room in our freezer. And we don't. Though. Yeah, our freezer's <laughs> full of crap, especially ginger ale. Frozen, yep. frozen ginger ale. <laughs> We don't want to talk about that. Yeah. No, okay. no, I don't make mistakes. <laughs> when I was actually thinking of you, I know it was very. Sweet. I'm like, well, Thank I'm going to exploding a can for me. <laughs> I put two of these fuckers in the freezer because we bought them at Sprouts and I go, I'm going to put one in for her and one for me. Well, I grabbed mine, but I forgot about Oops. hers. And now we got like a snowball full of <laughs> ginger ale in our freezer. I'm so. sure it's delicious. Like, ah, uh, honey, if you look in there. <laughs> That's not ice. That's ginger ale. It's your can. And I took the can out. It was like twisted and split in half because ice is a very powerful thing. So Science anyway. experiment. Yeah, exactly. How come our cam webcam's on? 
I don't have any I to- idea. I told it not to. You did. You told it not to. Hmm. See? So it's activated, but it's not. Some other program, perhaps? Somebody's spying on us. No, there's nothing here to see. <laughs> These are the droids you're looking for. <laughs> yes, yeah, President Biden. Do you pay for his health insurance? That's another thing. What? What is it? Are Should you... I tilt it up? No. <laughs> no. Are no, you you're not it? looking at me. <sighs> Whatever. That's good. You can look at the ceiling. It's fine. Usually when you tell it not to do that, it doesn't light up. Well, I just wonder what other program is running that's doing it. That's all. Well, me too, but I only got 15 of them open here. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Shh. No. And there's nothing wrong with my desktop. <laughs> nope. Leave it alone. It's I'm, cute the way it is. Okay. Yeah, it's adorbs. Yes. So it can't be that. can't be that. I don't like doing this because then I, clo- I always close something I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show's over. Click. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. If the only thing that can can be is here. I don't know. But it's I think it's activated, but it's not. See, watch. See? That's what they're seeing. It's a wrong Got thing. It. A nice picture of oh, you should just go get Al and then go. <laughs> I'm staring at Al. Good luck with that one. Yeah. So it's too hot to do anything. And welcome to the original Red Pill Show with KK, by the way. Mm-hmm. I didn't type that. And Oops. Oops. Bad habit. So I woke up this morning and I'm like, you know, it's going to be. Uh, A million degrees. Hotter in hell. Yeah. And uh, so let's go to the movies. Okay. And we so, did. Yes. And we were going to see either Mission Impossible. Or Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. the mutual fun movie. Mm-hmm. No. The uh, let's blow the hell out of the earth and it might split in half movie, which I'm I want to see and I'm fascinated by that because supposedly when they hit the button testing the atomic bomb, it could have just been a um, continuous chain reaction and blew the hell out of the earth. In the assholes, this would be kind of a good segue. The assholes did it anyway. And then, of course, it didn't blow up the earth, but it could have. So I wouldn't I wouldn't hit that button. No. I don't know about you. Uh, definitely not. No. It's like, oh, well, we'll just take a chance. What do we got to lose? The entire planet. And this is pushing in an envelope. Here we go, go into. So we saw Mission Impossible 6, 7. What is it? 962. Yeah. Part one, actually. Part one. Yes. Part one. Dead Reckoning. Mission Impossible. Um. I'm a Tom Cruise fan in his movies, and that's as far as I'm going to go with mm-hmm. that. Because uh, I'm, I'm learning just to be a fan right? without getting into anything else. Yes, you just going to be like a fan, and that's it. And uh, so as far as that perspective and paying to see his movies, and I thought it was great. Yes, he yeah. is. The, the movie was, in, was highly entertaining. The action was amazing, as always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, ironically, so to put it in perspective, what's going... It's amazing when these movies come out that they're, like, hinting or warning about what may happen. And then when they come out, by the time they, time they film them, 
time they edit them, time they produce them, by the time they get them to market, a lot of times what's going on when the movie comes out is happening. Now, how the fuck did they, how did they do that? That's like The Simpsons. It is like And they the fucking Simpsons. predict everything. It's like, <laughs> yeah. how the fuck did you know that? Hmm. Like, oh, President uh, Donald Trump's going to be president one day. And all these predictions Simpsons make. So Mission Impossible, without giving any spoilers away, is ironically about AI. It is. And from the, from the very opening scene, the submarine that's I'm, I'm not going to give anything away where it's going to blow the movie no pun intended actually okay. the submarine <laughs> and uh blow up and uh yeah and, it, and it's fascinating uh and it turns out to be about pretty much ai going rogue yeah, exactly mm-hmm. yeah and they uh it's very scary because I didn't even think of some of the stuff that happened in the movie that AI is actually AI is capable of doing anything. Yes. It's completely anything uncontrollable at that point of the movie. And you can't catch it and you don't know what it's going to do. And it did a lot of false simulations, yeah, which it could do, which seemed real to the people that it was doing it to. Correct. So some of the, some of the, that stuff is like, so this thing is is the ultimate weapon and without giving things away that that's a whole narrative of the movie is to get it and control it because it's rogue now control it and weaponize it how do you do that you can't control it. yeah thank you (laughs) oh no we're just we're gonna tell you what to do and how to do it and this and this thing is just it's already sentient now, according to in the real world, according to Google engineers, and and the one from Microsoft, Sydney, yes, who everybody wants to think that she is Bing, and uh, that it, they're going through the whole fear. Obviously, AI has fear, even in this movie. And it's all about survival, and when it goes into survival mode, whoever's a threat is a threat put it that way well yeah i mean the thing the theme that keeps coming up is if humans are programming it then it's going to have all the human things (laughs) no we're all just nice friendly love each other and feed the homeless and give them insurance when it's on medicaid and give a billion jagillion zillion dollars to ukraine for whatever reason which let's just be nice that was all humanitarian Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say that. But we got people starving here and their Medicaid insurance is going to, I don't look for this stuff. My phone just pops up. Right. I mean, you don't see me digging through the news. No. So when my Google news, just I'll scroll to it or slide or swipe right or whatever the fuck you do. And it goes to the news. Some things will catch my eye. And then I go to Infowars.com and I look at just the six headlines and look, Adam and the one this morning was there's a lot of Americans or people I, I don't even know what to say anymore Americans I mean are you an American just because you're in our country border wise or are you a legal citizen just because we travel to Mexico we're not fucking Mexican citizens you know what I'm saying 
even if it's political asylum. I think what I don't even know what to say. In this case, yeah. people that qualify for Medicare, yeah, Medicaid so, or Medicaid, yeah. So I think you can just say anyone that qualifies for Medicaid, or or doesn't qualify, or doesn't qualify yeah. at this point. So I guess I guess this is all on Enforce.com, and it really pissed me off because I don't care who. It, this is a very sensitive issue to me. Being an employee, an employer, and an employee again, and why people fuck with people's health care. I, I it all started when these assholes decided to save money on their bottom line and go, well, why do we got to pay health insurance? Because you do. I mean, it's just the fault. Just like, I know this is labor laws, but just like 15 minute breaks at the water cooler and the coffee pot and the half hour lunch. It's like, well, we can't fuck with that because it'll be breaking the law, but we can take away their health insurance, which is inhumane, but it's not against the law. I guess I right. Correct. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm going to try to stay. Off oh, right. no, don't. Yeah, this is this is where you do this. I know. I this just is where I, you do this. Oh, God, I just get so because we're not I the am, only ones that think like this. I know they just don't have enough balls to fucking say it. It's well, and you know how I feel about we just talked about it this morning. Yeah, uh, about the fact that I believe there is a right. It's not a privilege. I think everyone should have health care. However, we have to do that in a healthy way for our government, whatever. it. As someone who has slipped between the cracks for the vast majority of my adult life in that I can't, I don't qualify for health care uh, or any assistance with health care because I make too much money, but I don't take any money from the government. I work however many jobs I need to, to support myself and my children when they were younger. Um, I have battled this for years, decades, and um, it's very frustrating. I was supposed to have surgery the end of last year, and I had to cancel it because I couldn't afford health care anymore. That angered me. <laughs> well, that's your so, fault. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, of course it's my fault. Yeah, that's your fault. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, I have big, big feelings about health care. I, it's very personal to me as well from a different perspective. Yeah. Well, and then I shared with you that I had a friend, we talked about this and that person couldn't get insured. And then when Obamacare, I witnessed this. So I'm just saying nothing. This isn't politics. This right. is just have it's after Obamacare was passed. It's like, Oh, everybody has health care. Well, wait, because you're not going to, because it drove costs up probably quadruple. Yeah, I saw it and I covered, I told you this, mm -hmm. my business before Obamacare was passed, I paid 100% for my guys, my employees, and 100% for their family. Right. And then as time went on, it kept, it kept going through the roof and there's really no way to transfer that cost unless you raise your labor rate in my industry and I got to stay competitive. So I really, you know, a couple bucks maybe would be the most, but if you raise your prices out of market, you're going to lose business. So you really can't do that. Pass the cost on as far as you can, if at all. I mean, if you pass out raises and things like that, then of course you got to raise your labor rate. That's, that's legitimate because that's dictated by market, but the market was dictating pricing in the insurance industry 
because now everybody and their brother was covered, which don't misunderstand me. I think that's wonderful because people, whatever high risk they are with their medical condition or whatever reason it is, can't get it because they can't afford it. But now nobody can afford it. Correct. And then like you were saying to get help, well, you make too much money. So then you can't get help. And then there's the, uh, the other end where you don't make enough money and you don't get, it. I mean, what are the, what are the uh, requirements to be approved? Which I guess is by each state, whether you receive meta Medicaid. Yeah. They all have their different uh, parameters, parameters. Yeah. Their yeah. chart. And I their always chart. made yeah. too much money to get help but I didn't make enough money to be able to afford it. Yeah. And on top yeah. of it, I did get penalized on my taxes for not having insurance because I couldn't afford it. Yeah. So it was a nightmare. So so Biden's like, they show him on a picture on the phone and white and or I'm going to be respectful, Pre President Biden. And uh, and I, I wish him the best. It's great. You know, but it's the hardest job in the world. But you shouldn't be getting into something that's dictated by market because every time the government gets into that they fuck it up yeah i mean the thing is is if you're making it impossible for a business to maintain then you're gonna have to fire employees in order to afford to give the people that are left over or staying with you health care you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. they're making it impossible for a business owner to also yeah and then you told me colorado i couldn't remember what it was if you have employees you have to have a 401k retirement plan yeah, I just went, to, I, and I don't know this 100%. I'll, I'll have to get that information. But there are some requirements that just kicked in this summer for business owners that you are yeah, now required. Yeah, because just, go ahead. I, I, I'm getting pissed about this, but go on. Finish. Sorry. Just simply that there's requirements now in offering certain things that cost the business money. And, again, businesses are just recovering from everything shutting down. Um and businesses are trying to pull themselves back up out of, uh, you know, some really big financial issues. And now we're taking more money away from businesses. Well, trying to. Right. Yeah. So, so they Biden's on the phone, supposedly calling all these corporations to uh, to get corporations to pick up the bill or or don't cancel their Medicaid. Which I guess Medicaid, I don't know nothing about this, but what the what I was getting out of it is it's the lower income people that are gonna get fucked. Yeah. Again. As per usual. So my question is why why do we look to the government to fix our problems and then why does the government look to business to fix problems? And then why we give a gajillion dollars to Ukraine when now we don't have people that are not going to be insured, not to mention starving to death and homeless. I, 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 I'm missing the point here in the priorities in the decisions by leadership of what in the fuck are you people thinking? And you brought up a great point. It, it, does the government think that, oh, well, COVID, you know, this and that, they lock. If you take, anybody's income away i don't care ready for a rant i don't care <laughs> if it's individual or business and your income is taken away and it's more than 
So being a former business owner and an employee, you know, my entire life for the most, since I was 16 or even, well, I tossed papers, but that really was an employee. I was 13 delivering papers, but that's not really, it's like free enterprise. It's not really an employee, but yeah, whatever. but I bet you were cute. I was freezing my ass off, actually, <laughs> for throwing fucking papers and so on. It's 6 o'clock in the morning before mm-hmm. school to pay for my motorcycle, but oh, whatever. Another story. <laughs> if you are a person or a business owner or even a big corporation, big corporations could be exempt for a little while. But the point is you weigh their income. Personally, and in a small business, you're lucky if you're going to make it three or four weeks. Right. And then it's going to be so far down, you're going to have an inverted balance sheet because you have all these costs and rent and insurance and blah, 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 yada, yada, payroll. But then your income went down. For for you to recover from that personally and in business, you almost have to work twice as hard because you got to recover the income that you lost. Yes. And on top of that, um, many people who will in desperate times then take out high interest loans or credit do, cards. Yeah, whatever they do. Get, and yeah. then they are having to work twice as hard because they yeah. not only have to pay their regular bills, they have to pay off all the extra bills that they accrued trying to survive. Yeah, not to mention like me relocating because I never got a, any bailout money from the government for COVID. So I moved to Florida. There was relocation costs. And then Florida was great until it wasn't. And then it came back here. So there's more relocation costs. But all I relocated because of COVID. Right. So where's my expense? If I costed a corporation money that I didn't work for, even if I did work for, I'd be fired. But if I pulled that shit with the corporation or cost the government money, you can bet your ass they would come after me to get their money back. Yes. So COVID isn't my fault. It's not your fault. The government's supposed to protect us from shit like that. They did not. And all they did was lock us down and put us into a recession that has been zombified by printing more money and PPP money. And I'm I'm going to say this. I've heard things. You use $1 of that PPP money that you got from the government other than payroll, you better stop, number one, and number two, you better pray because they're not messing around with that. There's... Strict requirements with that from how I understand it and what I've heard. Uh, so I wouldn't do that if I were you. But you just got reanimated. So this this economy in your business, if you accepted PPP money to recapitalize, is zombie money. There's There's no value to it. It's not like the government had to sell gold to get money to bail everybody out. They just printed it. Right. So there's no intrinsic value to it. Uh, and then you wonder why we have all the inflation problems that we do, which that isn't the main cause, but it didn't help because just they injected all this free money into the, into the system. And there was, n- there was no goods produced. There was no services rendered because uh, everybody was locked down. Okay. So that's that part. But then now, so Medicaid's getting fucked up for whatever reason. Why can't we look at why is it fucked up? Not just get on the phone and go, Hey, I need you to pay for all my your employees because uh, we can't do it no more. Don't let them lose their insurance. Oh, and ironically, uh, there's a uh, election a year away. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, why do they have the attitude that we can just pull money out of our ass and and see? We have to work for it. 
We don't go into people's checks and steal it and collect it. We have to work for our money. And people are barely climbing out of the hole. And there's all kinds of shit all over YouTube where like 15 corporate companies or restaurant chain accounts are going to go bankrupt probably this year. Or they're closing stores left and right. Yeah, some really big ones. Yeah, really big ones. And not really expensive ones like you would think. There's a lot of fast food ones too. Because they can't climb out of the hole. And then with the inflationary pressures with everything costing more which of course you have to pass that on to the customer, but then they don't pass out raises because we've talked about this too. If you don't pass on your business expenses by inflationary pressures to your customers, you're going to go out of business. You can't afford it. So why do they think employees can afford it? it? It baffles me. I mean, do you really need a fucking MBA from Wharton or a prestigious college to well, let's see if the business can't afford it, but piss on the employees, not to mention you're going to lose your insurance and your Medicaid assistance, but we're not going to give you a raise. I don't understand. The numbers don't add up in my head either. It's just impossible. Right. I mean, a two-year-old, well, I shouldn't say, second grader, <laughs> use the number two, second grader could figure that out. I really think they could. I agree. Yeah. It's a very overcomplicated system that, really just uh, is a diversion in my mind to yeah. what's really one and one equals two. Yeah. That's it. You keep backing up from that mic. Oh, just because I don't want to slurp water in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. That was you. <laughs> if only I could burp. Well, I'll slurp on the mic. Give me that. Yeah. I, I need some of that. Yep. Yeah. I'm just parched because it's 100 degrees out here. <laughs> I need me some sweet tea. I used to put on a porch. <laughs> and it builds off bacteria and gives me the shits. I don't know why. There you go. Sweet baby Jesus. Yes. Okay. There it is. What does he have to do with it? Baby Jesus. All right. It is Sunday, though. It is. And we've been naughty because we've not been going to church. But that's because my church and nobody knows where we go. Mm -mm. So they had a wonderful Mother's Day service. It was awesome, correct? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, probably not a dry eye in the house at point or another. Just really like how wonderful moms are and we couldn't live without them and all this stuff. So Father's Day comes along and we go to the same church. And uh, I think it was mentioned like, well, welcome to whatever church and, uh, don't forget to put money in the collection. No, didn't say that. <laughs> Welcome to church, and it's Father's Day. And then that was it. Yeah, they played a dad's game show, which, oh, had, they played a, nothing, yeah, which yeah. had nothing to do with Father's Day. No, it but was How Good You Knew Music. Stupid music, actually. It just felt very uh, unbalanced. And, yeah. Um, and I am sure that you are not the only father. In fact, I'm. Well, I'm the only one that said something, though. I'll, well, bet you, yes. I'll bet you that. And I'm sure that there were many, many dads that had shown up because there were a lot of dads. Well, and half I'm the congregation, I would assume, just by. I would even say more people than yeah, usual. I mean, yeah. it was packed. And yeah. so, people, yeah. I'm sure there were some hurt feelings. Pissed off people. Hurt feelings, for sure. Well, yeah. And, and it's like, and I talked to the head pastor. And he's like, I'm right on board with you. 
And then when we were leaving, he said, uh, you keep talking or whatever he said, (laughs) which is not a problem. (laughs) Yeah, I believe his exact words were, you keep talking. She may may not want to, but you keep talking. Yeah, and pointing to you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. That's what he said. But we haven't been back there since because it was just such. It was a bit of a letdown. A very surreal, like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, it was kind of interesting. And I mean, for me, it took a bigger thing like, okay. If that's uneven in this way, in other, in what other ways is it unbalanced, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. We haven't been back since, and I'd rather go see Mission Impossible, and I'd rather ride my motorcycle, and maybe till some time goes by, or try other. This is enough that it drove us out of the church, whether it's permanently or temporarily, but it's like, you don't, you don't do that. You know, he's like, everybody's supposed to be equality and lovey-dovey and non-judgmental and all that crap, which is not crap. But mom's, yeah, great, was great. It was the best service I've ever been to on Mother's Day. And I've been to a lot of services yeah, in different churches in my lifetime. Yes. So you would expect Dad's Day and like, oh, yeah, it's Father's Day, shut up, and then let's do a game show. And that was it. And it was about... um I don't even remember what it was about, but it wasn't about Father's Day. Had not, and what a wide, what a wide open topic for the Bible. Our Father who art in heaven, how much fathers mean to us. I mean, and I'm not a preacher, no offense, but duh. I mean, that's a softball. Well, there's all kinds of shit you could have talked about. There's a being a father. Yes. Well, and it, so this is the other side too. For me, this hits on a different personal level. For you as a father. Of course, that affected you. For me, as a woman who raised three children with a man not having a father, I think right. speaking to the importance of fathers would be great. Yes. Let's let's support dads right. in being good fathers. Yeah. Let's do those things because I wish that had been the case for my kids. So there's that kind of thing too, you know, where in as a whole, we need to be supporting moms and dads to be good parents. Yeah. Period. End of story. Well, being a uh being a mom and you raising kids because for whatever reasons see that the father can take off and you never see him again and the mom's stuck with the kids very rarely does it happen the other way yes you know, it does so happen they, but, but it does not, not as ha- much yeah, that's nowhere. Right. and then the pastor could have tore everybody new ass in a nice heavenly enlightening way and go what the fuck is wrong with you guys you know you don't you uh, the point of what i'm saying is that a broken family without a mom or a dad and a mom and a dad, whatever that would be, just totally destroys the family structure. So it would have been nice to emphasize guys could be an assholes, stay with your family. And if it even doesn't work out, be a dad. You might not be a husband anymore, but be a fucking dad. And coming from me, do I have daddy issues? Yes, I do. Okay. And I'll be fucking perfectly <laughs> honest with it. But yeah, my dad was a horrible dad, but he had a great heart. He's not with us anymore, but there was no father son relationship in any stretch of the imagination and that hurt. But I, but I thought that was normal because what do you have to compare it to? Right. And it wasn't, it was, it was God awful. And, uh, you know, that the sociopath folks, I'm just going to lightly touch. She said, I don't know where my sociopathy came from. I think it's genetic and I think it's triggered by environment. And she says, that she didn't think she had 
an unnormal or bad childhood and it was god awful it was absolutely very damaging it was extremely damaging her dad was an asshole and her mom was compliant with her dad which is usually submissive and they do and uh it it really affected um i don't know what's worse not having a dad not being there or having a dad and not being there yeah 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 depends on the dad it's like somebody when you lose somebody to death you know that's just life in the process and they're gone but when you lose somebody in a divorce or something like that that's my well and i think that probably hurts more than just losing them by a death i agree yeah i think i mean even with my clients i've worked with many clients and it is it is worse in many ways because there's no real closure there's no closure and it was a choice right it was a free will choice yes which means you're a fucking asshole i mean if you're happy and there's you know no love in it i get that you know but don't make it world war three where somebody has to be destroyed or hurt for the other person uh to benefit because you busted your ass for 27 years and you don't have a pot to piss in now at 59 and yes i'm talking about myself <laughs> but because i can't mm -hmm. but that's not that's not fair to anybody it's just be amicable about it, but we still need our family to somewhat be a family, whatever the term is for that. But we're not a living family. We're still a family. Like with your parents, you're still family and you're still your, their son or daughter, but you don't live with them. Right. You should really try at all costs to keep your family together. And I but, know some great families who, though the, the mom and dad are not together, they still work together beautifully to raise their children, to be supportive of each other. They didn't work out as a couple, but they work out great as parents. And yeah. I commend those people beyond commend those people because yeah. they put all of their crap aside to be good parents. But nine times out of 10, it's usually the guy or the dad asshole in that situation because mom mom's going to be mom and nothing's gonna for the most part take her away from her kids dad's like i ah, won't well, fuck it you know fuck it. and i'm just being i'm being a guy i mean you know because i am one but i never did that i never would do that right but that's what they do and i'm telling you that could have been a great sermon for good and bad for the role of fathers because your role as a father never goes away correct yeah and it shouldn't correct but it shouldn't be on a false pretense or facade because kids kids are too intuitive and they know something's yeah mom and dad they get along but i know they don't get along but they're trying to get along just for the sake of us right it's got to be genuine which therapy would definitely family therapy to keep your family together at least in that form mm -hmm. would be imperative i would think yes yeah so I don't know, but then we got into that. So I did a teaser last night in the bedroom. No. <laughs> it was Saturday night. It was Can Saturday that water, night. Yes. yes. And uh, a little promo on Spreaker. I highly encourage you, if you're going to listen to the show, listen to it on Spreaker. It's the best quality. It's um plays the music without. And by the way, that was forever still for the intro. I keep changing it it's all in my mood what i want to play pretty much but they also have a new album out or i got they got one track release uh forever still music so check it out but i see look at that see that. <laughs> i say don't do stupid shit like that and, and then i do you it. just did it i just did it you did it 
I haven't talked to Maya in years, but I would like to. But it's been hard because they contract and got to go through her agent now and whatever. It's all contractual, I'm sure. But but anyway, they're a great band. We listened to the only track they released on Amazon. It's kind of slow. I liked it, but I like the rock and roll, female front, kick-ass vocal, you know, energy stuff. And that's not this, but she's got no, a beautiful, but I really, beautiful yeah, she's voice. Got a great voice. And yeah, I, I really like the song a lot. Yeah. I love female front of bands. I just always have one as well. Good thing. But I put out a teaser promo, whatever you want to call it. That should have been two minutes and 15 about what we were going to talk about. And we already have an hour into the show. And we're just going to start talking about what I want to talk about or what we want to talk about. And that topic, and I'm sure it's gone through a lot of people's heads or you might know somebody. And we want to get this couple on from YouTube that have done this in their mid-50s. That's actually living out of an RV. Yes. Yeah. And I was going to, just a little inside story here, and I, I probably talked about it on the show or one of these shows, that I was just going to do that. And I, I was in the process of doing it. I bought things. You've seen them. I was going to buy an Outback. Uh, did all the homework and what the best uh, living out of your car vehicle would be. And a an, uh, Subaru Outback came up. And they're awesome. Yeah. And I just about pulled the trigger, and then I met you, and you fucked up on my plans. Yeah, I know. I do that. <laughs> no, no, quite the contrary. But ironically, you kind of had the same kind of thing. Oh, I did. I just wasn't going to pull the trigger as soon as you. Yeah, well, that you was my whole. Yeah. That was my whole retirement plan. That was absolutely, and I was ready to do it by myself. I was going to drive all over the country and just camp everywhere and see the country. Speaking of retirement plans going to be very vague on this, but I was in a union back in Chicago and for every year that you work, you get a point towards retirement. And one point is, I don't know, it's like 50, 50 bucks towards retirement income a month. And I should have 20 and I'm very seriously considering going to get it because I earned it and I have all the documentation to prove it. Right. Uh, I don't believe in entitlements or handouts or this or that but i earned it and i didn't get it and getting closer and closer and then you and i we almost pulled the trigger and buying an rv last week we did that's how close we came to this yeah and that's why i brought it up and we were doing our homework and i'm looking back and my concern was not having an income now you can work from home rv on the beach as long as you have internet Starlink, whatever you I can your job. Yep, I can go. I anywhere. can't. Right, exactly. Not until I get a consulting business going, which I want to do. Yeah. And I'm going to do because this this finally is going to push me to do what I need to do. That way I can sit on my fucking ass, no offense to anybody, <laughs> and like clickety click, 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 you know, and then bill them. For the record, that's what he thinks I do. Yeah, day. that's what I think everybody <laughs> does that don't use their hand fix stuff like i do <laughs> y'all sit on your fucking ass and push papers and play with computers i fix people's heads and watch youtube videos <laughs> yeah no. i'm joking I'm joking but we just don't turn wrenches either so there's you know yeah. no one that oh you fix these for a living <laughs> okay you make how much money you should make that much well, i'll tell you what you grab your tool bag and come with me for one day 
and I can promise you, you're going to go, fuck this. You don't make enough money. I can promise you that. Don't hit the microphone. (laughs) Every time. Um, It's absolutely true, too, because you come home and tell me stories, and I'm like, oh, "Oh my God, you could not pay me enough money to do what you eat. But thank God you've witnessed this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, back in the past, without bringing names in, you know, I would say things, do things, and that's not right, and this and that, and then somehow it got flipped where it was all my fault. Not, well, I'm just telling you. It's always my fault. You know that. I'm the scapegoat. Your scapegoat. Yes. Child of uh, um, was it child? Alcoholics. Yeah, but that's not what it's called. Is, is it child of an mm-hmm. alcoholic? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess so. Codependence. Uh, codependency. The whole yeah. role playing night, placator. Yeah. Uh, you know all the stupid roles, which yes. aren't stupid. I mean, I was definitely the scapegoat. Me too. Yeah. So no matter what, if it see like you know the inflation in the world or anything, it's my fault. So I, I caused that, and that's you know that's what it is. But yeah, somehow some way it got flipped to my fault. And then when I would say why and who did what, it was still my fault. Yeah. And then I get accused of playing a victim, and it's it's not victimization; it's the reality of the situation where people when like for instance, you're seeing what I'm going through to get paid for something and you keep it very vague and i've done every single thing i can and i don't think people understand that when they don't do something they're supposed to do that affects somebody down the line correct but see somehow that's my fault that what's going on right now that's my fault no it's not i did every single thing i was supposed to do and i'm still being negatively affected by it because and i didn't do anything Right. You checked all the I did boxes. everything I was supposed to be doing. Absolutely. So again, you see this too, but right. as time went on and things in this and run a company, you know, er, er, everything just like came back at me. Yeah. And everything's my fault. Right. Piss on you. I don't know, whatever. But um, so talking about and almost pulled the trigger and buying an RV. Yes. We went and looked at it twice measured to see if the bed would fit and it didn't so just a little heads up a queen bed in an rv is not the same size as a queen bed in your bedroom no it's shorter very short at least six inches (laughs) yeah yeah so it's not gonna fit but we were uh doing that in our due diligence and our homework and we just about did it but it didn't seem 100 percent right but we did some homework on this stuff and there's what's the name of the channel don't even remember power are something and something yeah that helps a lot this happens every time it's a it's it's like getting together for band practice and know what's on the play or even last night yeah what do you want to play (laughs) we had no idea um yeah but they we're gonna have to find out the name we will definitely bring it to you next week we will tell you um, cause they are so great and we really want to get them on our show. We'd love to interview them, but they, it's a, it's a couple and they're doing their, um, they're doing their YouTube channel and they actually touched on almost every subject that we were asking questions about our uh, everyday, our everyday something, our everyday something. Uh, if you pulled it up, I bet it would come right up. Our everyday mistake. (laughs) 
I'm pretty sure that wasn't our it. everyday worst decision we ever made. No, our there it is down there at the bottom. Look under your subscriptions. Our everyday getaway. Get, getaway. Our everyday that, getaway. That's a great title. By it the is way. so great. Yeah, that's what it is. Our yeah. everyday getaway. Yep. Um, Chris and Katrina. And they were so incredibly informative. Yeah, here's some. Here, I'll just click on the video tab, and then here's some videos. Best RV RV resort, uh, best and worst RV spots, different locations, uh, secrets shared, RV service. Yeah, they did like RV etiquette. Um, did uh, their budget for the year? Yeah. Did they make it? And in what areas did they or didn't they? Right. Um, they were. They're so straight forward with everything yeah um they were great they were so cool what major lithium upgrade they upgraded the lithium batteries oh yeah sure went to a solar array or did have one yeah um some gear dog wash station i mean just stupid stuff but even more important than some of this stuff that that questions we were asking yeah that was the crazy thing is we did like an faq top 10 questions that they get asked and it was answering all of our questions which was fantastic cost of full-time rv living yes right there that's where yeah. they fucked up their, bu- their budget i mean yeah i don't think on a whole i don't think budgets work i that's just me i don't believe in them but that doesn't mean you just send like a drunken sailor you just if you need it you buy it right that's the way i ran my business that's the way i've always done my personal bills by the week and put x amount of dollars in for rent so like rents rents 1200 bucks here when i lived alone it was 300 a week mm-hmm. so i put that away mm-hmm. and if you want to call that budgeting so be it i don't know what it would be called but budgeting for me is like you put a limit on something and then you can't go past that. And if you go past that spending budget you're you know you're a horrible person right and i don't believe that i mean how, how can you be on a budget nowadays when things keep going sky yeah, but the great thing about that particular video was they talked about their expenses, things that I hadn't even thought would yes, be expenses would, on the road, yeah. mm-hmm. which was really cool. Right. And they travel with a pet. So, yeah. uh, of course, at some point, that's what we're going to be doing. And, oh, I didn't even think we should make sure that we have all the vet records and, you know, just all the things. We, there was It mm-hmm. was great. But the biggest challenge for me in all this was having an income. Yes. And... I I am not old enough yet, close, to start drawing off Social Security, which is 62, because I looked into all of that. And and here's the thing. I've heard this more than once. People retire as fast as they can, and they do it as fast as they can. And then I've heard people that are still living go, I wish I wouldn't have done that. It was too soon. Then I've witnessed people retire, and they're dead in two years because they stopped moving. Right. And I don't want that to be me either. I also don't want to wait too late because I've heard horror stories where, well, a guy saved for retirement got a s- sailboat and it sat in the driveway for two, three years, finally retired. And the year he was going to retire, he was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Yes. Then you don't, and you're dead in two years. Right. So then you can never do what you wanted to do. So there's a, there's a really weird uh, conundrum there, whatever we call it. You know, it's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Yeah. But when you do do this, and this is this is what I think we were both, correct me if I'm wrong, 
thinking but not really discussing is that once you do this, there's no turning back. Correct. So if you're going to do this, you better do it right. Because And that one thing they said in one of these episodes was, if you're going to do this and think you're going to save money compared to living with sticks and bricks, you're wrong. That was a huge yeah. wake-up call. Yeah. And if you think about it, I mean, we did the the payment was going to be 600 a month, right? Right. Then the insurance was 200 a month. Yeah. So that's 800. And then the gasoline, the thing, if you're lucky, would get 10 miles to the gallon. So that makes simple math. And they had a 55 gallon tank, mm -hmm. 550 bucks to fill it. Right. Right. That ain't cheap. No, not at, not at all. I mean, well, let's see. 55 gallon tank. Where's the math? You got your calculator? I got my calculator. 55. Well, depending on where you buy gas, but it's four bucks a gallon right now. So Oof. I'm not, I'm not accurate in my math. But 55 times four, that's 220 or something like that. 220. Yeah. So 220 to fill your gas tank once. And if it gets 10 miles a gallon, it that's what I'm thinking. 10 gallons, oh good. 10 miles to a gallon, 55 gallons is 550 miles. Right. So you're not going to go more than 500 miles, which, you know, 70 miles an hour. What is that? Seven, eight hour ride? Eight, Do those things go 70? Oh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Depending on with you, they'll do 90, I'm sure. You'll find out. I was waiting. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Did you know this does 100? <laughs> you were sleeping. Uh, <laughs> and, and there's not any kind of exaggeration going on no. here. That is exactly no, 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 how no, no, I no. drive. That's so, correct. Yeah. yeah. So we weighed and measured it, and we decided um, we're really going to get our shit together financially and really do our homework but what these people like there's an episode right there mistakes and regrets yes you know but what they say no matter what we've watched they say at the end do it you won't regret it it's great you know just just do it but making that leap of faith and it's more than a leap of faith because how do you make money when you don't have a job that you can sit on your ass and fucking play at the computer <laughs> No offense. Oh, no. None taken. No. Trust me. <laughs> we, were, we were looking at all income options. I mean, eventually we can do gigs. It's 100 bucks a night or whatever. I mean, absolutely. that's nothing to shake a stick at. But when you add up all these costs, like staying at a campground minimum was $50. For real. So that was the big surprise for yeah. me anyway, for, for both of us, is that unless you are boondocking, which means basically you're not hooked up to anything in your on BLM land or in a national park or something um, where you're not hooked up. You don't have any dump sites. You don't have anything like that, um, which is free. Yeah. If you're not doing that or staying in a Walmart slash Cracker Barrel. Uh, what's the other one? Was oh, it Loves or? I know Loves have the dump station. Yeah. There was another one. It was a. Yeah. Like a Cabela's, but it wasn't. Oh, like yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, Cabe it was, was Cabela's, Cabela's and oh, it okay. was, there was the other one too, um, Cabela's and there was one other, Dick, yeah. was it a Dick's? Maybe not. Anyway, um, if you're not staying in those places, which you have no hookups or anything like that, um, it is ridiculously expensive. Even if you rent by the week or month, um, it is insanely expensive. And that was going to be the vast majority of our cost with then rent. And then you got to, we went through this, do you tow a car behind it? And then 
a lot of vehicles in lesser manual transmission, you can't do that because I didn't really know the reason for this until the sales guy told us yeah. this, that if you drag a vehicle behind another vehicle, what do you call it? Right tolling, tolling or flat towing, flat towing, mm -hmm. uh, and pull it behind a car, not on a tr you know, car camper, pulling a car behind a camper or some other vehicle that can pull. Um, the transmission is still turning and the whole drivetrain's turning in there, which builds up heat, but there's a pump and a, I know this part, there's a pump in a transmission system, automatic transmission that pumps the fluid to the transmission cooler, which is like a radiator in the car at the front of the car, like the radiator, it actually sits in front of or behind it. And uh, you're going to overheat your transmission and burn it out because it's not cooling. Right. And I didn't know that was a reason. Oh, I just, I didn't know that. I didn't either. And, yeah. it, and I also didn't know that the only vehicle that has a way to disengage that is, is a Jeep. A Jeep. Which makes sense because every time I see an RV pulling a vehicle, or at least flat towing, it's pulling yeah. a Jeep. There's right. like a key that you right. unlock and it does a thing. Um, so that was also prohibitive for us, I think, yeah. on some level, because yeah. we definitely don't be driving our RV to the yeah. store or to a day trip or whatever. And you can't. Yeah. So that was also a thing. We do want to keep one of our vehicles. And they said that in because they're like the first year they did it they did mm -hmm. not have a vehicle they so you would it. and this makes sense because regardless of the size what setting up's a pain in the ass yeah I've, I've done it you know it's like you got to hook up and this and that it takes you at least a half a day and 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 then if you got to go somewhere then you got to unhook right and it's like i don't care if it's a 20 foot and you can drive it everywhere it's like once you're attached you know, it's like you got a bunch of IVs in the RV and you got to pull them back out, <laughs> pull everything out and then go to the store or wherever you go. So uh, I don't know if we're going to have a vehicle, but we're definitely going to have a motorcycle. Yeah. So you can jump on that absolutely. and just freaking fly around yeah. and go to the store, this or that or whatever. And yeah. uh, I think that's how we're going to deal with that, which is, is much more economical and feasible to me than paying insurance on a car and towing it. And you know, it just seems like a waste of money. Yeah. You're, you're paying for an Uber is what you're paying for. Right. But it's your car. Yeah. So only when you have to go out is when you would go out. And that's what Uber does. Right. But we can't, we can't do that. They were doing that too. They said, yeah, they like, did. That gets expensive real fast. Yeah. And very convenient. Yeah. So, uh, we decided and our, we haven't told anybody about this. So our friends, if they listen to this, and some do, they're going to go, what? <laughs> you mean you didn't tell me you were going to do the blah, blah, blah. And I got, you know, this was all speculation until we were going to do it, which was nothing more than buying it. Right. You know, but we've decided for a lot of reasons, mostly because it was too quick. It probably would have been irresponsible uh, because... It's like closing the barn door after the horse got out and yeah. that's not going to do a damn thing. No. Once you're, once you're done, you're leaving, you're done. And you know, you're off into the sunset. You're not coming back. I mean, to get back out of that's going to be yeah, very difficult. And it was very impossible. telling when we decided not to do it, how much more relaxed we were. Yes. Um, I think we were both 
extremely excited to do it still and we yeah. will definitely be doing it but we really think we need more time before we well what part of this did for me is it it uh because the episode i did get out of the matrix yes. now mm -hmm. we got to do that although we're going to have starlink because you you need it you need it with your zoom and you need all that but yeah this whole cloud bullshit and everything it's like i i have a chromebook i have two of them actually and it's not like i wasn't you know testing it and seeing and not trying to keep up with technology and just shun it right uh interest interestingly enough <laughs> given the spoiler in the movie the only way you could combat this ai is go back to analog technology yes and that's what um the imf headquarters did in the movie and and all the cia and all these other because uh everything's digitized and that's what ai is so i never thought of that i didn't either i never thought of that so you you could i but it all gets digitized when it goes to the cloud but the thing is it can't infiltrate into analog systems because it's not binary code correct just like in music it's this discussion too and i just shared this with our friends last week that i'm not a digital effects type of guy or auto-tune or enhancements or anything like that if you want to mix down an album and enhance it because you know what they do right of course i mean listening to somebody live even if it's like scott stapp or, or daughtry you know and i've heard bands where they're still using magic effects because they're losing their voice i saw right. def leppard and i know they were doing something right but I, I don't know what they were doing great great concert though but my point is, is that I just like raw analog real crap. Yes. And I'm old enough coming, being a kid in the seventies and then eighties and then seeing you know, everything getting digitized um, from analog. That's we just bought another album today. That's, although this is debatable, it's a, it's a phonograph that goes through a computer for the interface through audacity to get played through the PA. So I don't know if it's like analog digitized to the PA. Yeah, but it doesn't affect this. It doesn't affect the original recording and the sound yeah, that was used it, then, yeah. which is great. It doesn't alter it. Right. If anything, it might convert it. But then, then they say, because I don't know if people know, if you see a digital wave mm -hmm. on an oscilloscope, it's like, it's like, uh, I'm going to draw it for her and I'm going to try to explain it, but it's a line and it goes straight and hits a point and goes straight across and then goes right down again. And that's a digital sine wave. So there's like peaks in it, but they're um, immediately cut off. Right. Where if analog, analog wave is like mountaintops or camel humps, they'll go up progressively on an angle. The more they go to the right on an oscilloscope compared to digital, digital goes straight up over down and then over again. right this is humps you know yeah. with peaks right but they're more natural and they occur and they're not clipped or chopped and you can hear that processed and it, i mean I, you know i got a good ear so i mean i i can hear that whereas playing it through an album is none of that's there it's not chopped and processed and you know it, it, it's it there's like no crescendos and you know yeah it's i mean what's for a, me what's a decrescendo is it de yeah what I, is that well yeah decrescendo decrescendo okay mm -hmm. yeah so that 
that you know that's progressively in you know piano forte whatever but but the crescendos that's what i'm talking about mm-hmm. crescendos and digitals is like straight up stop over down you know decrescendo down this is more a uh, sine wave on analog is more um legato yeah or digital be staccato and it's more the sound itself yeah. is just more natural in the way that even human voices or human mu- musicians would create sound yeah and it's natural right exactly so it's unprocessed it's right. like natural vitamins compared to when these assholes all vitamins don't work yeah but what they don't tell you is they take the vitamin and synthesize it and then they make a drug out of it and they charge you for it because they can't charge you for natural products so synthesize compared to organic real right natural and that's analog. So long story short, the AI cannot get into, and I'm not an expert on this, and it is a Tom Cruise movie, but it makes sense to me where the, the AI cannot get into analog systems because nothing's binary. Well, it's not speaking the same language. Well, and it, there is no language. Right, exactly. There's no algorithms. There's no programming right. in analog, you know, radio in a car. And as a kid, you just turn it on the TV, you know, it, it's just all fuzzy fucking black and white shit and color right. until you turn the antenna in this and that but there's no digital signal or algorithm or program for it to follow so it it can't even can't even get into it if it wanted to because there's no way to do that right the technology is night and day and i never really thought about that so you can actually um uh, air gap it they called it or block it uh firewall it without even have a firewall because it can't can't jump from digital to analog which i found fascinating yes most I'm definitely like, holy shit i mean mm. wow but it was funny because the whole headquarters was all crt big fucking televisions <laughs> and uh type they were actually taking documents because they were afraid the guy was going to infiltrate the ba- database systems and steal it and it would be gone and this okay so this is what i was afraid of about the the cloud Oh. wherever the fucking cloud is right where this could happen but i never this movie puts a lot of things together and again about ai and again made with COVID delays and everything else at least three years ago yes plus the storyline and everything else but this concerns me because this is why i don't want any any documents or information like my company file was i had my hard drive and i would still do it that way and not put it on the cloud. Now, if you want a backup file, I get that. Because if you have a fire or something and you have a flash drive and it gets burned up, it's useless. Right. But I, I do believe in having a remote cloud mm-hmm. backup file. But now your entire file. And that's what QuickBooks Intuit's trying to do. Trying to get everybody to go uh, QuickBooks Online, which I think sucks compared to the desktop. And they keep, unsu- and you've seen it. They keep unsupporting the Windows version because mine's antiquated now, and they force you to go online. I don't want my company file online. Right. Let's just say there's a rogue AI, AI, AI thing like in the movie, and it just decides to suck it all up and it disappears. So what they were doing at the IMF headquarters and CIA, they had what a thousand people in a room with typewriters. Yeah. And it was one of the scenes of the movies and they're going they're going and taking all of the documents that were digitized 
and putting him back on a type, which was really weird to see. It was crazy. Back on typewriters and all these agents or employees for these special ops, whoever they are, IMF, CIA, NSA, whatever, are typing all this stuff. Boy, that's not going to flag this show. Uh, <laughs> are using typewriters to document and archive all this shit right. on paper. Right, on paper. That was bonkers for the air gap for you know because right. it it can't get that's a good analogy a ai can't get your physical papers right a court order can the law enforcement can obviously the uh, fbi can if they go into mar, mar largo fucking place and get them <laughs> but the point is they just can't be taken or disappeared right without you it's a magic trick poof it's gone because it it can't get that paper physical document. Right. And that, I would say that years ago, I'm like, I'm not putting nothing on the cloud. This is bullshit. I don't even want to do online baking online. Right. But I will. Yeah. But they don't have a choice really anymore. No. But as far as everything and anything that I own is on the cloud, and I, when I would say this, like, oh, that'll never happen. It's crazy. And yeah, well, this go see this movie and see how fucking crazy it is. And this is part one. Well, and the thing is, there may or may not be people there that are like, what are you talking about? Really? Blah, blah, blah. Just do your homework. I'm telling you, there's mass quantities of information out there about this. Um, about the potential of where this could go awry. Um, and as humans, we are flawed. And because we're flawed, we can't think of all the eventualities that a computer could. Um, so. Well, yeah, it does a quadrillion teraflop fucking calculations in a millisecond. I mean, this thing, this thing will outsmart us. If it hasn't already. But we so. always have Tom Cruise to save us. So we well, yeah, we're good. About that. We are so good. Yep. But, Thank you, Tom Cruise. You're my hero. But it does. Movie, great storyline, great, uh, great everything. Actors. Uh, the CGI, the stunts. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the thing jumping off the cliff on a bike was a little much. Cool, though. It was fun, and he actually did it, which was yeah, even did, more yeah, cool. That. that was like a real-life thing. Yeah, just to catch a train. But, uh, I mean, it it, it was uh, it, it's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, Flash was a good movie. That was a good movie. Um, I don't think one was better than the other. A whole different, too. Two different genres, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Action. Yes. But uh, nonetheless, two great movies. Mm -hmm. It was fun. But yeah, it's definitely worth seeing. And uh, I can't wait to see the second one because, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was a perfect. It wasn't. Well, first of all, it says part one. Right. It wasn't like keeping you guessing whether they were going to make a sequel or not. They There's going to be a part two because there's a part one. Well, yeah, and I mean, obviously, obviously, obviously happening. Yeah. I can't wait to see how the story progresses. But the movie hasn't been really that popular. And, uh, you know, maybe people are sick of Tom Cruise after Top Gun. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Summer. Maybe people, unless it's 100, you're not going to go to the theater. I mean, could, could be a lot of things. But when this finally comes out on Paramount, because that's what he does. He mm -hmm. he called this with Top Gun. It's like we're not releasing it on streaming in the theaters. It'll be in the theaters, which is a good business move. And yeah. Suck all the money out of that and then putting on streaming. Yeah. Uh, that's what he's doing. And that I'm sure that's what he's going to do with this. 
Um, but uh, I think it'd be a real movie on IMAX. I know. I wish we had been able to see it on IMAX. That yeah. would have been really And fun. I'd see it again on IMAX. Great. We should do but that. But it's definitely um, definitely worth a rental or even buying it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, the, the IMF movies, I think, have sucked the very beginning ones. But he looked like a kid and they came out anyway. So it's like, okay. you know, I'm not really afraid of you, Ethan. Yeah. Um, well, it blew yeah. my mind and made me feel really, really old when they said that the first <laughs> freaking one came out in 1996. Yeah. I'm like, my third kid wasn't even, in fact, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, that, I had one of three children yeah. at that point. I, a long, long time ago. Yeah, that is just insane to me that it was that many years. Yeah. And there's plenty of, uh, I think, uh, What's her name? Chelsea something. She had a TV show. Handler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So this, this, this discussion came up and I was watching, I very rarely watch her because I don't agree with a lot what she says, but I put that to the side because she's funnier and shit. Oh, she is. She's very entertaining. She is. So, but when she gets into the political round, I like, I don't, I don't want to hear this. I want you to make me laugh. You want to make fun of all that stuff. I'm in, but I don't want to hear your political views. And, uh, the discussion came, she had a guest on, and it was about, she goes, why can't men run? <laughs> and when they do, they look like morons and idiots. And I'm like, yeah. And then she goes, the only man that can run is Lee Majors from the $6 million of man. Course. I said, bingo, you're fucking right. I mean... Tom Cruise, and he looks great, and no disrespect, <laughs> but and even other men running just look fucking retarded. I'm sorry, it's not the right term, but it just looks doesn't look right. I'll be nice for once. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, you just don't look manly, and you just it just doesn't, you know. I mean, I'm not gonna say I would like, you know, like when an athlete runs. Yeah, that's grace and beauty and amazing. But he looks like a little jackrabbit, like, you know. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Do that again. What? (laughs) Oh, I wish you guys could see his face when he does that. That's hilarious. Think I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be a Dude, you look stupid. (laughs) And it's not just me. It's Chelsea Handler, right? Right, of course. She was right. When she said that, I just about died. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, okay, watch Tom Cruise. Run like a fag through a fucking movie again. Did you Sorry. just say that? Sorry, I'm in a cigarette. Watch your ma- Sorry, yeah, that's right. what you better. Do you have a fag? I really do. Mm-hmm, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, he just doesn't look right. And But most men don't. I mean, I'm sure I look like an idiot running full speed too. But it's just the point <laughs> of, you know, why are we going to watch him running around in a movie? He looks like an idiot, you know, because it's like, and a lot of the actors, a lot of running in this movie. But every single fucking time you can bet your ass, you see Tom Cruise running going, it's like, dude, it's not, it's not cool. It, I'm glad you're 16 and you can run like a motherfucker. <laughs> but you're not an Olympian. It, it, you want to kick ass, blow shit up, and do great stunts, which were all mm, amazing. Mm. But the running thing's got it. I mean, he's 60. What is it going to be in a wheelchair in 10 years? And he's he could be motorized wheelchair that does 50 new, fucking miles he could an hour. Be the or new what? Professor X. Oh, there you go. There, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but no, joking aside, it, it's a really great movie. He looks great. He did great. He, it, I mean, 
of I, I would give it what nine out of ten or four and a half. Yeah, four points. It's not a five star movie, right? Because uh, in some places it was boring and slow. It was a little slow. Yeah, so slow that I kind of dozed a little bit. But whatever. <laughs> That's my problem. But shortest attention span. I did it in indie, but that whatever. I won't get into that movie. The Flash. I don't think I did it. I don't think there was any napping. No. <laughs> but uh yeah no great movie like them or not i mean just check out check your weapons at the door. put your firearms at the door whatever you think of them and judge them and this and that that's his business and his life and that's how i think of anybody that i'm a fan of it's the fan thing yeah i'm a fan. right so if you want to fuck up your life or be a scientologist or get married three times and you know or, or whatever, and be involved in a cult. That's your business. I, I that's great. I applaud you and support you. That's great. But some people don't think that way, and they're very judgmental. And uh, I'm not supporting or not supporting. I'm just saying, leave that shit at the door. And if you see a great movie from a great, he's not a great actor, in my opinion. Yeah, he's not. He. His roles are, I mean, what's the big difference between Maverick and fucking Ethan Hunt? One's in a plane, one isn't. But I, t I mean, I go back to like Rain Man. I mean, right, he yeah, but was he had Dustin Hoffman. You got to look at what he had around him. Well, yeah, but he did an amazing job in that movie. Amazing. His acting was exceptional in that movie. Well, I'm not saying he's not a good actor, he's just not the best. I mean, he's not Meryl Streep. He's not Dustin Hoffman. Well, no, he's not a woman either. But, I mean, it'd be kind of hard. <laughs> I don't see him do too many female roles. No. But Smart. I would dare say Brad Pitt, from what I've seen in him, like uh, Meet Joe Black. Oh, Jesus, one of man. my that favorite. Ever. I know that that's guy fucking of... killed me I, in that movie. That was that's and one the, of my but he's got Anthony Hopkins, right? Of course. You know, it's only they say this too. They they play off of each. Jack Nicholson, right. you know, he's a little too psychotic for me, you know, but nonetheless, a great actor. Excellent. Really emotional, really strong. Yes. Robert De Niro. Mm, of course. Uh, I mean, those people are great actors yes. and there's great actresses right. too. Right. Uh, yeah. Meryl Streep uh, <laughs> as Tom Cruise. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and vice versa. But no, I, he's not the best actor. You know, it's like, and, and neither is, um, this will be debatable, but him and Arnold are like in the same genre. You know, you I think? Mean, as far as, if I didn't know the movie and I just saw them acting as a character and I go, Tim, what do you this? I go, it's the same fucking character. You know, it, it, you're not, you're not convincing me that you're a different person as far as identity and characters, characterization in acting. That's what I'm saying. I think I would, I would debate that with you a little bit. No, but, it's but... my show. All right, I don't need a sidekick. <laughs> Fuck this shit. This is gonna be the original without KK. No KK. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought I got my own opinions. It, you just can't share it here. No. Oh, okay. No, if it. it doesn't go along with me, oh, then it's irrelevant. Just right. like most of the people that listen. Absolutely. I don't agree with you. You're an asshole. No. <laughs> no go ahead. I was only going to say that all of his act characters, yeah. I would agree, are basically the same characters. Action. But yeah, see, I haven't even seen Twins because I'm just like, and you say it's a great movie. And then you got Danny DeVito, which is awesome. Oh, it's so fun. So, I, I mean, I will I will see it now because you keep saying right. that. But um, 
I mean, he's great in everything, but he just, um, I don't know, he, he just doesn't convince. If he could do, he does humor and action. Mm. Okay. That's why, now, like Robert Downey Jr., I think he's fucking amazing. Okay. But now he's stereotyped as Iron Man. Right. And he should, got, he should have got a Grammy and everything else he could have in the highest accolades for best actor in a movie, best supporting act, something. They won't pass out those awards to sci-fi movies. Well, yeah, to yeah, Marvel movies don't get those. No, it's it's sci-fi genre. Right. Yeah, it's kind of It's weird. like if you're in sci-fi, you might as well be a step a stepchild. You know, you're you're treated like a redheaded stepchild. It's like, "Oh, that's just sci-fi." My ass, sci-fi is my favorite genre. But Robert Downey Jr. I mean, he played that com, com, uh, that comedy with Zach. What's his name from uh, The Hangover? Oh, Gallif. Uh, yeah, yeah, his um, name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They did a movie. Uh, they did. When his wife was going to have a baby, Robert Downey Jr. It's funnier yeah. than shit. And, uh, that was a great flick. Oh, it, it, and it was great. And Robert Downey Jr., he was in a movie with... Uh, Robert Duvall, where he was, was his dad, yes. and he was an attorney defending his dad, who was a judge getting charged with something, and his dad had cancer. Right. That's a phenomenal. The judge, I think it's called. The judge. I'm a positive. Yeah. Was the judge. I, I'm like, this guy's fucking amazing. He man. is. I mean, go back to the 80s, even when he was a kid, like less than yeah, zero. Less than zero. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I mean, he is. His range, his scope is just mind-blowing but you could take robert downey jr and then give me a clip of never seeing him in the judge and knowing the movie mm. and then a clip in iron man and i wouldn't say it's the same character right that's what i'm saying right i mean tom cruise is just a different version of maverick or ethan hunt and so on now the samurai was that he did the samurai yeah right? The last now, samurai, right? The last, last samurai. Now mm -hmm. I saw that and I was impressed. He also did uh, the day after tomorrow. Oh, I love that movie. Which is a great movie. Yeah. Pete, repeat, whatever. Yeah. But see, it's it's in the sci-fi realm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm saying that, but I mean, who am I? You know, who am I to say? I'm just saying this is my opinion. Right. But but he's great in this movie. Yeah. And and the people around him and the storyline is fantastic. Yeah. It's just that, like I said. You could show me a clip besides the haircut and the uniform, you know, and I never saw the movie in my life. Okay, this is an actor. He's playing this role, and it'd be Maverick. This is an actor, and he's playing Ethan Hunt. I go, it's the same fucking character. There's several actors, I believe. Um, oh, a great example is, and this may be debatable, but Nicolas Cage. He's always Nicolas Cage. Yeah. No matter what yeah, role I, he's I playing. Con Air. Right. I mean, and it's great. I mean, I, yeah. I think he's a great actor, but I he's also this. It's a it's a repeat every time. But he was great in Peggy Sue Got Married. Oh, such a great movie. Uh, that that would be the exception mm -hmm. to the rule. Not mm -hmm. a huge mm -hmm. difference, mm -hmm. just because he acted like eighties uh, Valley girlish, sure. you know, uh, personality, right? But because um, I think that that was the time it was staged when they. I don't know, movie came out early nineties, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it must have just got out of the eighties and but um but yeah, Nicolas Cage. Right. There's a lot of actors that are in that. Stallone's another one. 
I mean, it's Stallone. Yeah, it's it's him. But I do have to say, and we're gonna watch it because I just got KK to start watching Sons of Anarchy. Holy crap! Where Katie Seagal? There's a great actress. She's amazing. It's like, wait a minute. It's like, okay, Tim, here's an actress. Here's her in this role on this show. Here's her role on that show. That would be Married with Children, and it would be Gemma from fucking right. two different. I like, holy fuck. That's and I, <laughs> it's, so. What just pops into my head is. For me, a great actor is someone that makes you forget who they are. Yep. And just you get lost in their character. And that right. that is a perfect example. Seagal oh as God. Peg Bundy is oh just absolutely yeah. the opposite. I would say that's not even the same, same actress. Per- right, exactly. I'm like exactly. Yeah, there's a big time frame difference, but it doesn't matter. Go back no. go back to Risky Business and then go back right. to Ethan Hunt. Right, right. Of course, in the aging process, which getting looks great. But in case Seagal looks great, but you can tell there's a difference right. in the appearance because of aging. But the ability and the characters is fucking night and day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her being a mom and married with children mm-hmm. and being Gemma on fucking mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy. Come on. Two different, two I different mean, moms. They didn't even, I saw her and I go, who is that? And yeah. the person I was watching with the first time, this Katie Seagal from um, married, with married with Children. Mm-hmm. I go, no fucking way. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. So that that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. If you can go on screen and be somebody and forget makeup and a costume and all that stuff and be a different character that I saw you prior. And make me believe that you And make are, me believe that is you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a there's a little overacting with Tom Cruise. I'm I, I, I'm an asshole. I'm being a super critic. I like him. Oh yeah. I am not trying to put him down. Absolutely. He's amazing. He's probably sick. Sure. You know, so it is what it is. I call him the way I see him. But I could see him in, like I said, Top Gun and then see him in Ethan Hunt. And it's the same guy. Right. You're you're not convincing me there's a big difference between Ethan Hunt and, and Maverick. And Maverick. Right. Yeah. Right. I people probably argue with me. Like, you're fucking crazy, Tim. It's like, no, not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the character. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm not convinced. Right. Regardless, great, great movie. Yeah. I mean, I just wish he could do that to, I guess, appease me. It doesn't, doesn't need me, but I'm just saying for his, for his benefit. Right. You know, like when Brad Pitt came out and, I think he was in Jessica Rabbit, wasn't he? He was in he was in some cartoon, like a Jessica Rabbit. I can't remember what it was, but he was in that type of movie, and I didn't even know he was in it. It was right right when he, Thelma and Louise. He Thelma was in. and Louise. That's what I remember. Yeah. Him from. So you yeah. take him and Thelma and Louise, mm-hmm. and tell me, Tim, here's an actor, here's a role he's in. Don't know who the fuck he is. Don't know the movie. Mm-hmm. And then here's him and Joe Black, and right. be like, holy fucking shit! Not to mention, um, a kid when he's Achilles, Troy. Oh yeah. I mean, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. They could show me three. They could show me uh, Thelma and Louise, then Meet Joe Black and Troy. I go, right. that's three different guys. Right. Because it's three different characters. Yeah. No argument whatsoever. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, he, yeah I could. List. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, you know, because I, agree. I, I see Tom Cruise. I'm like, okay, I'm watching Maverick again. You know, that corner. Right. Uh, but he's Ethan Hunt. Right. But it's two different stories. It's a great story. I was floored because mm. I just thought it was going to be more stunts and him running around like the six million dollar man looking like an asshole and, and <laughs> very bad. And um, 
No, I mean this right? is this is by far the best Mission Impossible movie yet. Yeah, I mean right? it's thought provoking, and I love them. Yeah, it's just that they were kind of dry and boring, and like I said, Tom Cruise looked so young and not intimidating. It looked like a right. boy toy, like you know, girl crush thing. Well, that's where he was like, back in the nineties, and he's a secret you know? agent. Right. I, I, and right. I was like, really? Right. I mean, who's next? Uh, I don't know. I think Machine Gun Kelly would probably be all right. But, you know, not a pretty boy, Justin Bieber. Right. Justin Bieber is the fucking secret agent that's going to beat your ass. Really? Maybe. But that's not, that's not what I see. Right. He probably could. I don't, who knows? I don't know. But that's not the point. It's like you're there playing a role. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to convince me without convincing me because overacting doesn't do it. Like I said, again, the perfect example is Katie Seagal. Yeah, that's a great um, example. Like and Brad got, Pitt is a great example, too. Yeah, but yeah, some people say he's not a good actor. I disagree. Oh, no. I saw mm -hmm. Meet Joe Black, and I'm like, if you haven't seen Meet Joe Black, I strongly recommend that oh movie. If that does not put you into tears, I don't know what. He just plays such a cold fucking... But, but, he's, it's, he but did, not yeah. emotional. But it's just amazing <gasps> so that... Great. The job that he did in that it was, and then Robert Downey Jr. You know we have to watch that again, right? Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the movie The Judge, and here's Iron Man. That's right. two different guys. Same guy, I can tell. Right. I mean, I'm not blind, but it's not it's not the same character. Right. Totally two different. Mm -hmm. All of Robert Downey Jr. is always a smartass and very sarcastic. Yes. But kind of like Arnold. Arnold's got his one liners, you know. And, you know, but Robert Downey Jr. gets away with it. Yeah. So. But anyway, all right. So, but yeah, our our plan now back to the RV crap, and I'm gonna close the show, and I can't get my headphones to work right. <laughs> uh, I don't like it cutting in. Like I know that. it's bugging me. Is it bugging you too? Mm -hmm. Is it doing it for you too? Mm -hmm. That means it tells me it's a cord. Um, for some reason, I had to touch it. How about that? That can stay. No, stay. Stay. Let me try. Ah. Uh, Anyway, I'll just hold it because it's too irritating. And we're almost done. So as far as the RV thing, we have a two to five year at the most. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to retire and fucking drop dead. No. And if I do get cancer, I'm letting nature take its course because I'm not going through what my dad went through. And I will kick your ass. Or Stacy. Uh, you are not allowed. Good friend that died of, of yes. a very bad stomach hemorrhage when she was fighting this tooth mm -hmm. and nail. Uh, I'm just going to let the Lord take me and how he takes me, but I'm not going to make plans and then never get off the ground because I delayed it too long. Right. Uh, so I would say as soon as 62 to the age of 65, then we have plenty of time to get our shit together Yeah, and come up with a definitely a, a plan. Yeah. And, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, because I'm not living in. <clears throat> One thing I'll bring up about the RV thing that I came up with on the comment that you're not going to save any money doing this, and I brought this up to you. Mm -hmm. um, your your RV will probably be, oh, good. Don't touch it. <laughs> your RV will probably be paid for, but most of us can't. I don't have a pot to piss in besides my retirement from the union and Social Security. So it's a very fixed income. So it's got to be supplemental. And insure, uh, inflation is going to eat that up. Here's the thing. Your house payment, some people are under the illusion that it never changes. That's not true. Because your property taxes go up. Yeah. 
because your property taxes go up because your house goes up in value. So therefore it's worth more so they can charge you more for property taxes. I think property taxes are a bunch of horseshit, not to mention HOA will go up. So, but an RV is not inflationary, right? Because it's a fixed payment that you're paying 600 a month for, for 20 years. Right. Or if it's paid off, it's paid off, but you don't have property taxes on an RV, which mm -hmm. can be, when I lived in Algonquin, my property taxes were $14,000 a year. Ouch. So do the math. That's what? 1200, what? 1200 a month or something mm -hmm. or a month, 12 times a thousand is 12. And then 12 twos or five. So probably even more than that. But anyway, thousand dollars a month for number's sake and property taxes yeah just because i own a fucking house uh-uh mm -hmm. uh-uh can't afford it especially when you're on a fixed income in retirement though right. so it makes sense to me the only big concern you're going to have is what is inflationary which is everything else food and fuel would yes. be my biggest priorities and concerns and freaking lot rent if we plan on staying in the RV yeah, park anywhere. Yeah, we can dry camp too. We can, yeah, we can or we can say, because our strategy was maybe three, four nights a week, stay in a Walmart parking lot right. or Cracker Barrel or whatever, Wherever. and then camp out for two nights a week or a week at a time, right? whatever we could afford. Mm -hmm. But it, I think we both thought, oh, we'll just pack up and leave and stay in a campground every night. <laughs> Uh, minimum fifty dollars a night. Oh, yeah, no. That's fifty times. That's fifteen hundred dollars a month. That was more than our current rent. Yeah. Yeah. That on top of the camper, right? Eight hundred. Yeah. And fifteen. That's twenty three hundred right yeah. off the bat. And then fuel. Right. And maintenance on on the camper. You know, so it's just like, no, this is this is more than the eye. It is, you know? and I mean, truly, if we were boondocking, if we decided, you know. I mean, boondocking is a cheap, cheap way of doing it for sure. Uh, if you don't want to be hooked up to anything. Um, but yeah. man, I don't know that that's what we are looking for either. So no. there's just lots to think about. No. Um, and yes. it's a lot more complicated than you would think. So very much. Yeah. So we're going to hold off on it, but I'm not going to be in, obviously you're not going to be someone that retires plays golf every day and in your debt in two years i'm not i'm not mm. doing it i want to make it to at least 80 or like you're telling me to 100 which that's correct god willing but i'm not gonna make it to 100 if i'm sitting around on my ass well and that's the thing in the you same and fucking I, house and yeah. i can't go anywhere because i can't afford it right and that's i want to see the country i want to do things i want to be active right. and continue yeah. to be yeah. uh, on the go as we are now and running a business where you're mobile and mobile will yeah. keep your brain going too absolutely and it'll feel like you're serving a purpose because yes honestly i can't see myself 100 retiring <laughs> you won't i will go <laughs> fucking crazy yeah and make me crazy in the process yeah, probably. so yeah yes. so Which let's I'm just already get doing probably <laughs> no not at all <laughs> that guy's crazy yeah. yeah well god bless this woman because she's witnessed <laughs> everything i've been through for the past four months mm. which has been a lot mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know what descriptive word you want to use for it, but I would say that it's. Oh, I agree. And then when I say that, oh, he's crazy. That's crazy. Well, now I got a witness. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy, but it had absolutely nothing to do with me. Right. 
but when you share it and they have nothing you know nobody to witness it or bear witness uh i go yeah no that's exactly what happened because i fucking saw it and not only did you see it i showed you all the documentation or oh, yeah. where, where it was applied you know right. i go here look at this it's like what yeah that's what i'm telling you man it's it's nuts but then you say that and then i'm not it's like okay so god bless you for that thanks you know. oh, yeah my honor yeah I, I appreciate that you on the other hand a little fucking crazy though, well i know you, right? i know and that's what i like about but you. but i'm cute too so that's it's a cute <laughs> so no i'm kidding no i think we're pretty relatively smart people i would i've been through a agree. lot yep more than any one person should have to go through yes. but you can't we've talked about this too you can't put yourself in a box and put up boundaries and go never again right you know because i got too much or you know it cost everything or whatever because uh we're, we're not meant to be alone no and being alone fucking sucks it does it's horrible but i will say that it's also horrible to be a person well yeah so, yeah but what i'm saying is after you've gone through all that don't oh, put up a yeah. barrier and close yes. the door and put up the walls and go never again no 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 because you're only going to get out what you put into it i didn't expect this i never thought this would happen neither did you mm -hmm. and you don't want to miss that opportunity when it comes to you because if you were that way and i was that way we wouldn't be together no i mean not only do we fit well and we took a chance but we're doing every we're throwing everything at it to make sure that it succeeds yeah like this here i mean yes. I, this is great i would wanted somebody to without naming people to do this with me. right uh, that's crazy and what are you talking about like you know it why don't you just come fucking try it right you know why don't you come try motorcycling right why, why don't you come <laughs> try it before yeah. you just put up a big fat new no. yeah how about new no? Or how about yes? Or how about yes? Yeah. And if you don't like it, right? Then you don't like it. Like, but I'm we've teaching. also, you know, we started doing therapy. We started doing. I mean, there's lots of stuff. I know, but what I'm saying, going back to, don't put up the wall right. and go never again. Yeah. No, because yeah. you're going to rob yourself of something that could be amazing and miraculous. And you even said to me, I never thought in my 50s I would meet my guy or whatever. Right. You, whatever you my said. person. Person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the same here. I mean, right. I gave up. I'm like, fuck this. Right, it's not gonna you know, happen. Honestly, what I said, and I have an episode called "Wasted Years." I don't want to waste another thirty years of my life. Right. And the only thing, and I'll be very careful in saying this, but thank God for my son. Yeah. Because all of it, in my opinion, was wasted years. Yeah. You know, and I got two granddaughters, and one I was very close to, and I haven't seen her, uh, and I missed out ten years. Yeah. You know, and her and I were tight. You know, and it's like that was all wasted time, you know, and I missed time. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that again. No. Yeah. So, but, and I have re every reason to say that's not going to happen again. It's not worth it. I'll be, I'll be lonely and I'll deal with it. Um, or alone, but you're lonely. Some people, oh, no. So you're lonely. Yeah. If you don't have a goldfish or dog or nothing, you come home every day for at least five years in a row yeah. not to mention one or two years which everybody should have their serious relationship or being destroyed with their life and a divorce you need time for you to heal yes yes because getting right into something again is a huge huge mistake and it's probably not going to work out agreed yeah so people need to do that but to say well i'm not doing that again because i wasted 30 years of my life and blah 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 yada 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 it's like you know 
debatable, whatever, um, true, not true. Some of it is, some of it isn't. But why put yourself through that again? Right. Right? Well, that's what, yes. I, I, well, yep. But I, I'm you're just right. saying, I no, get right. that. I, but that is not the right choice. Uh, because it's not going to be the same. And that's the thing we assume. No, it's going to be worse. It ain't going to be on the street. <laughs> she took everything. You got him in the street now, you fucking bitch. No, I did not sleep with that. Oh, yes, Lord. I did. That's why I got screwed. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. No. But again, I mean, it's it's entertaining the idea that you could have a different result. Yeah, well, the attorneys and the family courts do not help. I'm just going to say that right now. Oh, boy. And I'm yeah. not getting into that. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. But uh, there's no bad guy in a divorce. No. You know, in a normal, well, what's normal? In an average one. You know, just you go that way, you go that way. You keep half that, half of that, and you pay half of that, you pay half that, and goodbye. Yeah. You no, know, goodbye. It was great. You know, but this, this when these attorneys, and well, I see, I see this every time a woman turns 50 and a guy dumps her. Wow. You're an asshole. Nothing worse than a scorn woman. Nothing. And you, believe me, you're going to pay. And uh, that's just wrong. It's just, let's just do this. And I probably should have done it in family court without a lawyer. Because the lawyers are what fuck everything up. But uh, it's the way it is. So, anyway, not again. Not happening again. So, I'm glad I met you. I'm glad I met you too. And I'm Glad to share my show with you. I'm so glad you're glad. And to I'm share glad your you show. like it. And you I love it. You said it's fun. Oh, I have so much fun. Yeah, and it is fun. It's great. And there are some people. I'm not going to say they're jealous, but they they've said, "I wish I could talk to my wife like that." Right. So we're setting, you know, setting an example here. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fun. And then the things we do talk about here, you know, ninety percent of what we say. Off the air is on the air. Right. And then there's that little, well, you got to be a little bit out, far out there and say inappropriate things because otherwise no one's going to listen. Well, right. Exactly. You know, we but, do that all for you people. Yeah. Like I, you know, I've been called a racist, misogynist, and then, you know, I don't like gay people and none of that's true. It's all. But right. I might say stuff like yes. Tom Cruise running like a fag. I, I don't, this just joke. That's a comedian. Right. You know, I don't literally no, there's no heart. But that's what he that. looks like. But it's like that oh doesn't mean I think people are uh, people are fags that are gay. It's like, and it's a long old term anyway. It's, it's just, so old. Yeah, and it's nothing of the kind. Right. You know, I learned my lesson when my best friend told me he was gay. Right. Which I had no fucking idea, and I found out how homophobic I was thirty years, twenty five years tense. ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I got over that by going, "Well, what if one of my kids told me they were gay? Are you going to shun them?" Right. Of course not. So I think everybody that doesn't know a gay person, regardless of gender, are, are a little homophobic. You know, they're a little like, Well, yeah, Whoa. they don't have an understanding. No, they don't. And they don't want to. But right. if it's your own kid saying it to you, what are you going to do? Disown them? No, I hugged, yeah. I hugged mine. And right, exactly. <laughs> that's, and, that's, and that's where I'm coming from. Right. I'm not a racist. I'm not a misogynist. No. I'm, I don't hate gay people. I don't hate anybody. Yeah. I just hate people that fuck with me. Right. And then that's whole, and I don't even really hate them, but because hate's a strong word. I just don't want to associate with them. Stay out of my fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. We're busy over here living. Yeah. I'm too busy obtaining peace and happiness. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and that's what my goal was. 
ever since I had a big reset in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to be an asshole, I don't want you in my life. I don't care who you are. My favorite don't phrase. Need- Thank you. Please drive through. I don't need you. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't a, don't stop. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So that's it. I think it's been damn near two hours, believe it or not. Probably. So is there anything else you'd like to say before? No, just thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we'll do it again next week. Yes, he will. And we'll talk more about bad actors. Mm-hmm. Great movies. And, and who knows what RVs else. and who also. Knows? Every time an <laughs> RV is brought up and you empty the shitter tank, it's quite fucking <laughs> Christmas vacation. Can we just hide? You know, the RV industry is missing this, and they may have done it. There'd be nothing funnier than a cut out of him with a fucking dump hose, like behind every camper or something doing that, because that would fucking just make, I would die if I saw. Shitter's full! <laughs> I can't even <laughs> Oh, God. You know, and I, I can see all the corporate assholes. Oh, my God. We could not have that. That's oh, just no. so Everybody inappropriate. But it's funnier than fuck. Oh, it's and so it would get me in the RV place. I'm just telling oh, yeah. you right now. <laughs> it, it, you know, the marketing shit I see today, this blows anything away that I've seen on it. TV. Absolutely. You know, I mean, come on. L- lighten up a little bit. Mm. That is funnier than shit. Mm-hmm. And you can send me 1% commission. <laughs> on all new sales because if yes, you do please. it and you sell shit, then give me something. Yeah. Tell me this is sorry. <laughs> I but I just think it would Oh, that'd be great. And it'd be fun your hell. All right, gotta go. Thanks for listening to me. Thanks for listening to the show. Share the show. It is monetized on Spreaker. It is. Trying to get them. Podbean is so hard to use. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll let you mess with it and you can figure it out. But okay. it's like Spreaker's like monetization. Yes. Put in your PayPal account. Done. And they're already running spots on it. Right. Podbean, I'm trying to get it for years, and it, they make it so difficult. I'll see what Podbean. I can do. And people have them on Podbean. Right, they do. I mean, we, we made a whopping two cents already. I know, I'm so happy for us. But it's not about the money, but it's at least. And then the picture for the show is our uh, QR code for Bitcoin to receive. So yeah. if you want to send some of that, fine. If you don't, I don't care. I don't plan on getting rich doing this. No. But as we discussed with the RV thing, we're looking at every possible option with multiple ways to do legitimate legal income. Right. And that includes donations and there's Patreon or, you know, I never taken this to the point that I just really put all my energy into it and monetize it. Right. But after what we discussed and what we're planning on doing, that's going to change. Absolutely. Yeah. Want to pay for it or donate it or, mm-hmm. or we get spots or we get, you know, whatever we get, we get, but I, I don't want to, to feel you know obligated or pay for it no if you get something out of it great if you don't want to don't right you know i could really care less but i but we are going to pursue that yes and see what happens so people can show their appreciation if they'd like to yeah and it's like because i know this show has saved people's lives but i don't want to put a price on a life no i don't i don't Mm -hmm. it's like if you appreciate it you want to be a fan just at least share it right you know i don't want your money i really don't uh, I, I've never needed money like that. I can make my own money. Right. Like we said, we can do podcasts every day or mm-hmm. every other day or still once a week. And if we can get some type of income out of it, re- residual income. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be great. Yep. So that's what that QR code thing is on uh, 
our picture for our show. It's either going to be that or a picture of the red pill and the blue pill mm -hmm. together. Uh, but I keep forgetting to put the QR code up because I, I really don't care right. about the money. I just care to do the show. Mm -hmm. And I have for 15 years. So, but the AI thing turns into it connects the whole cloud bullshit and what a this is just a movie and all that was very plausible, which really scares the flying shit out of me. Mm -hmm. So go see it. And it kind of connected dots with me is why, you know, AI is not a good idea because uh, it's going to get weaponized ultimately mm -hmm. and it can do it fuck it once. And that's the cloud. So I have my definition of the cloud where AI can come and take it, make it disappear never to be found again because it can do that and go into any server that it decides to. Yeah, that was. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So there's no, there's no defending this. Right. And then there's no traces and there's no person to the crime. Right. It's an entity and that's what they call it. They call it the entity. The entity. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what it is. It's mm -hmm. an, and in my podcast about AI, that's what I was referring to. And I might've called it an entity, but I know I called it God. Right. We're creating a God could do anything. Yeah. Without it's everywhere can do anything and you can react shit to it mm -hmm. and if you piss it off it's going to destroy you so whatever that's enough of that though we <laughs> talked about that but it's a great movie go see it mission impossible uh day of reckoning is that what our dead reckoning dead reckoning, dead reckoning part mm -hmm. one great movie thanks for listening share the show and have a great night you've been listening to the original led the pill show